This is the World Industrial News for Thursday, September 22nd, brought to you by Industrial Info Resources of Sugarland, Texas. This newscast is sponsored by Aviva. Listen to part seven of their podcast, How to Leverage the U.S. Infrastructure Bill to Modernize the U.S. Power Grid. Absolutely. Well, well, companies in the private sector have a tremendous and vital role to play because even though this seems like a lot of money, in many of these programs, states have to actually come up with some of the match themselves. And some states just may not have those funds or opt not to do that. And so in terms of the private sector, um, P3s, joint ventures, providing that match, being there to think about leveraging those federal funds to the maximum extent possible. They have a they have a role to play that, in fact, we are all eyes are looking at them to help them get across the finish line in terms of these goals. Um, I will give you just one example. Um, there is a funding a stream, uh, it's a very long name, so I won't say the whole thing, but essentially it's there to ensure reliability and resiliency. That's a $5 billion program. And within that program, the state is looking at areas that have historically been affected by severe weather, like Pat mentioned, right, the wildfires. And in those areas, they're thinking about developing transmission storage distribution infrastructure that's going to help improve resiliency and reliability. And so to the extent that companies can get in front of their state stakeholders, their governor's offices, their state legislatures, their PUCs, um, their state energy officers, their chief resiliency officers, this is a stakeholder chain within the state that is all looking at these funds and thinking, what is the best way that I can spend this money? And I can tell you from my conversations with different states, they're not they're worried that they're not going to be able to provide that match whatever it might be from their state budgets and so they're looking for help from the private sector and so i really encourage companies to ha- start having that dialogue because um, they can they really have a, a role to play that is going to aid in protecting our environment um, as well as our energy uh, sector just listening to you, I'm thinking we could have a whole session just on following the funds and the breakdown of the state bill. by state. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so thank you for that. And 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 just you know, again, um, I think it would be important probably now to switch to the technology influence. You know, Pat, focusing on the power of data and predicting power failures. How can technology be the enabler to help modernize the U.S. power grid? To hear the full podcast, search for IIR's Industry Today podcast on your favorite podcast provider. Heavy production of natural gas in U.S. shale plays, particularly the Permian Basin, is expected to continue in the near term, and a swath of construction projects slated to start from October through December will offer more processing capacity for the fossil fuel. Industrial Info is tracking more than $15.4 billion worth of gas processing projects that are set to begin construction in the U.S. and Canada during the fourth quarter. The large number of which are geared towards Y-grade natural gas liquids production. Three such projects are nearing construction in the Permian Basin. 
Capital flows continue to fund the Kremlin's war chest, so tighter sanctions on Russia are necessary, including price caps, bipartisan leaders on Capitol Hill said, but the tides may be already turning. U.S. Senators Chris Von Hollen, a Democrat representing Maryland, and Pat Toomey, a Pennsylvanian Republican, are seeking to tighten the financial screws even further on Russia for its February invasion of Ukraine. Russia is is among the world leaders in production of crude oil, natural gas, grains, and other near-essential commodities. With exports of those goods funding the Kremlin's war chest, Western powers are looking for ways to sideline those exports without causing irreparable harm to the global economy. Known for its prolific oil and gas output, Texas also dominates the U.S. in its output of renewable energy. According to the U.S. Energy Information Administration, in 2021, the state generated about 14% of all the renewable energy in the U.S. and about 20% of the renewable generation from non-hydroelectric renewable sources. Texas's position as a leader for renewable energy does not appear to be changing anytime soon. Of the $14.5 billion in medium and high probability renewable energy projects, which are planned to kick off in the U.S. in the upcoming fourth quarter of 2022, Texas emerges the clear leader for planned projects, accounting for more than $5.6 billion worth. Industrial Info is tracking about $4.6 billion worth of steel projects that are planned to kick off between September 2022 and December 2023 in Brazil. And the United Arab Emirates in 2021 approved its Circular Economy Policy, a comprehensive framework to achieve its goals in environmental and economic sustainability. Waste to energy is one such solution. Dubai, the most populated city in the UAE, is on track to build one of the largest waste-to-energy power plants in the world. For details on these and other breaking news, read the full stories at www.industrialinfo.com. I'm Peggy Tuck, reporting for Industrial Info News.